It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Ecuador's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and today we'll be looking at Ecuador's squad for the... We interrupt this recast with a bold and slashing edit, a brief introduction to the shortened player series. It's basically the last section of the full-length version. Uh, there we examined the formation up until June 2022. Uh, we also went through all the players who had recently appeared for the national team and judged uh, the likelihood of their making the squad um, and giving information on their history and standing with the squad. For this media cast, we have washed all that chatter out and are panning down to the nugget. We hope you incite your interest in the full-length version, the link to which is available in the show notes. So now, joining in progress. So let's uh, talk about some of the things that we talked about at the beginning. So. Uh, we said that it was kind of a narrow team with few outside midfielders or wingers. Uh, and that's true. Most of the, most of the players are uh, defensive midfielders and those, those guys will play the central midfield and left or right midfield roles. But they don't always line up that way. Uh, and so they do uh, sometimes have a 4-4-2 formation with wingers or in the 4-4-3 formation kind of attacking forwards kind of on the outside. And so generally it's uh, uh, players filling that role slightly out of position. It could be a right back or a left back who pushes up uh, or it could be um, an attacking midfielder or a forward who plays uh, on the left or right side, but most of the players are coded uh, centrally. Uh, so uh, that's it. We kind of have uh, basically some players playing slightly out of position from what they're coded as. And uh, I don't really have a lot to add uh, other than the fact that I'd say about half of the positions, especially in defense, seemed uh, nailed down and in the central midfield uh, but in terms of those outside positions um, various players have been filling the roles so they're not nailed down and uh, um, even the forward line uh, Michael Estrada and Enne Valencia and uh, uh, Plata seem fairly nailed down but there are other players kind of coming in to those positions once in a while Okay, well, in terms of club affiliations, um, no, none of the players are really with top teams, uh, but some of them are with uh, kind of secondary teams. So we have Anna Valencia, uh, uh, for example, uh, with um, Fenerbahce, and we have three players with Brighton in England. Brighton uh, recently is a good team, we'd say around, you know, uh, top 10 in the English Premier League uh, but they've been doing very well and typically Brighton is more of a secondary team in England in fact they haven't been in the Premier League for that long so uh, if I was giving this report 
say four or five years ago, I'd be talking about a second division team, a championship level team, but uh, they're doing well nowadays. So these three players, Jeremy Saramento, Moises Cachedo, and uh, Purvis, uh, uh, sorry, Moises Cachedo, Saramento, and yeah, Purvis Astupanan, uh, all doing quite well with Brighton, especially Cachedo and uh, uh, Stupanan, who, who are starters. Uh, we have a few players uh, with teams like um, Plata plays for Valladolid in uh, Spain. And we have uh, that young player um, who's probably not going to make the squad, actually, but uh, Almeida, who's with uh, the Barcelona B team, so he's more more one to look at in the future. Uh, and we have Anderlecht, uh, the young Nilsson Angulo with Anderlecht. So again, kind of uh, respectable teams in Europe, but not top level teams. Probably uh, Bayer Leverkusen, uh, Piero Hincapi is uh, with one of the top teams uh, in Europe. Uh, outside of Europe, though, we have a few playing in um, Mexico and USA for uh, decent teams, and then some playing for, uh, uh, for example, Santos in Brazil or Newell's Old Boys in Argentina. Uh, respectable teams in, or, or among the top teams in South America uh, there. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how much of an impression that gives. Uh, otherwise, they'll all be playing for the top teams in in Ecuador. But actually, there aren't many uh, playing in Ecuador. Um, most of them, of course, started with those teams, but have moved on to um, to other the other countries that I've been uh, talking about here. Okay, in terms of age and experience. Uh, uh, I, I said I've been putting together this little chart to compare World Cup teams. So uh, one of the things we consider is the total players under consideration. Those are players who are either definite, likely, or possible. And it's interesting to see how many uh, there are. So fairly tight teams will have fewer players. And uh, teams experimenting with a lot of players like uh, Ghana, uh, will have more players. I'll use Qatar as an example of a team uh, that has just kind of 26 players on the table. So they've pretty much decided on their World Cup final squad. Well, Ecuador is kind of at the high end and that fits in with what I say. So they're kind of decided on some positions, especially in defense, uh, in the in the. Uh, defense and in the central midfield, but not so much uh, on the wings and forwards is somewhere in between. So they seem to be considering still a few players under consideration. So 33 is on the high end. Uh, the average for the teams I've done so far is 30. And that kind of fits in with what we're saying. So still a bit undecided on their final squad. Uh, the average age of all those players is 25.4. And we did note that uh, during the, uh, as we went through the players, that a lot of them uh, got their start in 2019. And there weren't a lot of players who were on the squad before that. Uh, so that fits in with them being uh, fairly young on average. So 
Usually 25 to 27 is the range, and Ecuador is 25.4 years old uh, on average. So that is uh, maybe um, a year and a half to two years younger than uh, average. Uh, actually, the, it is the youngest team um, that I've looked at so far, but only by um, 0 0.3. Uh, average number of caps kind of goes along with that. So this is very low, actually, at 19.7 per player. Average caps per player is 19.7. And the uh, overall average is 27 there. So that suggests they're bringing in uh, quite a few younger players and fits in with what we said, that a lot of them don't have tournaments before 2019. Total goals among all of those players is very low at 77. So they're not a scoring team, and we'll take a look at that uh, shortly. But it's a total of 77, um, which is uh, one of the lowest among the teams I have. Uh, Qatar is very high. Netherlands is high. And um, Ecuador is low. So that works out to 2.3 goals per player, which again is kind of low compared to other teams. And uh, I do have a, a graphic here, just um, a, a kind of an interesting one. So, um, oh, this is for a bit later when we look at when we look at the boards. Okay, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, the 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 position. So uh, on defense. Uh, on defense, what's there to look for? Well, the back line is fairly stable, uh, but the starting goalkeeper is is um, is a bit of a question mark. Who is going to be their starting goalkeeper? Uh, they have uh, well, I won't go through the names again, but uh, when you when we go through the team, you'll see that uh, there's no defined starting goalkeeper uh, in the midfield. I guess the consideration is who are going to be the uh, wide midfielders. So um, they seem to be a bit undecided uh, right now. And in fact, um, the, the right defender uh, is usually playing as a right midfield, or sorry, the right winger. You know, it, it's kind of unsettled on the right, just let me put it that way. Uh, in the attack, we have, again, kind of undecided. I would say their main attacker is Enner Valencia, because he'll definitely be there. And Gonzalo Plata uh, and Eric Estrada, uh, sorry, and <laughs> Michael Estrada are uh, usually there, but again, it's not nailed down. For example, in their three recent friendlies, uh, they've used three different centre-forwards. So... Uh, a little kind of uncertain who's going to end up in that position. We thought it would be Michael Estrada for the uh, uh, Copa America in 2021, and we were taken by surprise there. So let's look at some of the uh, new players. Now, I could uh, give a long list of players who got their start in 2021, but that would be, that would be kind of naming half the players on the team. So I'm going to limit this to uh, players who uh, have joined the team since 2021, or at least who didn't play in the 2021 uh, Copa America. 
So, uh, new players. Sorry, I kind of lost my spot on the uh, YouTube graphics here. Um, okay, uh, new players. Uh, new to the team are uh, Diego Almeida, so kind of an interesting player uh, with uh, uh, Barcelona's B team in Spain, and he's just uh, 18 years 18 years old, uh, but probably an up-and-comer. Probably a bit, this cup comes a bit too soon for him. Uh, right defender uh, Byron Castillo has kind of worked his way into the team as a likely candidate. And defensive midfielder... Uh, Jose Sifuentes has increasingly been playing as the uh, right midfielder, uh, but only only has um, uh, four of their last uh, 17 games uh, has he been a starter in that position. But anyway, also uh, Michael uh, Sarsalen um, uh, has just been starting games recently. Um, Jeremy Sarmiento, it uh, looks like he's making a bid for, for the left wing position, or that might be the uh, kind of left forward position, and we consider him a likely candidate. Uh, Sifuentes and Carcelin, who I just mentioned, we only consider possible candidates, and that's true of all the others I'm about to mention. So uh, also uh, listed as a left, with the, uh, a left winger, Alexander Alvarado is uh, a new player to the squad. Uh, Jao uh, Ro, Rojas um, and then in the forward line uh, they just tried out uh, Jorka Priasco so um, uh, a, a possible uh, bid at forward uh, who plays for Newell's Old Boys in Argentina and another solid club affiliation with Anderlecht in Belgium is uh, Nilsson Agulo, uh, but those uh, uh, he he along with Diego Almeida and possibly some of the others. Uh, this cup may come too soon for them because they haven't worked their way into the squad enough to uh, to really make a bid. But they still have a few games in September and probably pre-tournament friendlies where there always seem to be a couple of new players brought to the squad to the final squad, which takes everyone by surprise. So it may be some of these guys who will do that. Uh, in terms of injuries, we have uh, Ayrton Preciado. So um, he's playing mostly on the right side, sometimes in a more uh, defensive role. He's listed as an attacking midfielder. Um, and we had him as a, a possible candidate, but he has a fractured tibia, so uh, may not make it back for the cup. And then notable absences, we have uh, Antonio Valencia, a real veteran with the team since 2006, uh, but has been off since 2019. And uh, we have uh, central defender Arturo Mina, uh, however, that uh, hole that he left seems to have been uh, fairly well filled by by uh, Torres and um, Hincapie. So uh, um, there we have it. All right. Well, we're going to go through the squad now. 
uh, and look at who we think are starters. Uh, so manager Alfaro Gustavo uh, will be managing them through this World Cup. And goalkeepers, uh, we think uh, really undecided between Alexander Dominguez and Hernan uh, Galindez um, there. And there are several other candidates and we were taken by surprise in the Gold Cup when uh, Pedro Ortiz, who we have only as a possible candidate here, uh, was the starter in the Cup. That's probably uh, Ortiz texting me to tell me that uh, I should put him as a likely candidate. But I'm just looking at the data here. Central defenders is pretty solid with Piero Incapi and Felix Torres as uh, definite to make the squad and uh, almost definite to be starters there, but they have uh, uh, several players who they're likely bring but will be substitutes. So a lot of central defenders to choose from there. Uh, left back Purvis Astupinan seems to have nailed down that position. So we have him as the starter and uh, Diego Palacios probably uh, reaching the cup but as a substitute. Uh, one moment, please. Okay, and as the right back, that's uh, less nailed down. We have basically two candidates. One is Byron Castillo, who will, who's likely to make the cup, but um, uh, we're not sure if he's going to be starter. The other candidate is right winger. Um, I'll just scroll up a bit here. Uh, right winger. Uh, and, uh, Angelo Preciado, uh, who, who might actually start as the right back. But we can't say definitely that either of them will be a starter, but it's probably between those two. In the defensive midfield, in the center of midfield, Moises Quechado and uh, Carlos Gruezo seem as definite starters. Um, and on the right, it'll probably be uh, either Alan Franco or Jose Cifuentes. It'll probably be one of those two on the right. Um, so uh, defensive midfielders play the central midfield role. So there's no one kind of uh, designated as a central midfielder who looks like a starter to us. Uh, 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 as a right midfielder, uh, Antel Mena, uh, seems definitely to be a starter, but not as a right midfielder, but as a right winger or an attacking winger or a uh, right forward or even um, in a central forward role. But uh, we think he will be a starter. And that's the only candidate among the, uh, the wingers that we consider a definite starter. Uh, Jeremy Sarmiento... Um, likely to make the squad but we have we, we don't hasn't doesn't have a strong argument to be a starter even angelo preciado has a stronger argument as a starter but we're not confident enough to say that he would be uh, moving on to forwards none of the attacking midfielders uh, seem like starters or even likely to reach the cup even though there are a few candidates there Rather, they will rely on their forwards. So Michael Estrada, Gonzalo Plather, and Enna Valencia, we consider them all definite candidates to make the cup and all 
likely starters uh, for the cup. Although they do have a few young candidates uh, uh, coming in who may make an impression before the cup begins. And that is uh, all we can say about the predicted starters, other than the fact that I put the label in the wrong place. Uh, sorry, they're YouTube watchers. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of the podcast. And uh, I'll just go back up to the top for the sign-out here. And, yeah, uh, keep an eye on our website at soccerfiles.captivate.fm. And you can find that address in the show notes along uh, with uh, 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 other ways to find us and a, a link to the Gold Cup podcast that we did for uh, Ecuador. So keep in mind, we'll be doing an update as new information comes out. That will probably be in early to mid-November when the teams will publish their squad lists. And uh, thanks very much for listening. Again, check the show notes for links to our website and previous podcasts. Bye-bye.